everyone, and welcome to the Grain by Train podcast for Grain Week 37, where we discuss how rail service performance is impacting the movement and export of Western Canadian grain. I'm Greg Northey from Pulse Canada. And I'm joined by Milt Proyer of QGI Consulting, who manages the Ag Transport Coalition, a consortium of agriculture groups that produce data and reports on rail service and performance. Hi, Milt. How are you doing today? I'm good, Greg. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, almost as good as the railways performed in week 37. Uh, what can you tell us about uh, the reports this week? Well, um, I think the right way to phrase it is good performance all around from CN and CP. We haven't been able to say that very often this year, but in week 37, we can say that. On a system basis, uh, week 37 gave us the best order fulfillment performance we've seen so far in the current grain year. And, you know, that's 37 weeks in. And arguably the best four week stretch that we've seen in more than a year when you put the performance of both railways together in a given week, um, week 37 was, was very, very good. Um, you know, all the same indicators that we look at week in and week out, uh, pretty much stayed on track for both railways, uh, good car spotting performance. CN admittedly fell off a little bit in week 37. They came in a hair under 4,000 cars, but all in all, not too bad. Um, they were fortunate in that it, you know, it, it lined up with demand, so they didn't fall behind, so to speak. CP uh, continues to be extremely strong uh, in car spotting performance with 5,000 plus cars spotted now for six straight weeks, which is you know quite remarkable. We haven't seen that from CP um, let alone CN, uh, since November of 2020. Um, carry forward orders, which is always a big determinant of what we think performance will do going forward, remained low again in week 37 for both railways, um, which is good. And demand, uh, new demand, if I can phrase it that way, seems to be steady, um, perhaps even you know declining a little bit. And we'll talk about that a little bit later in the, in the podcast. So pretty good, all in all. Yeah, really, really good numbers, and I think it uh, it gives us some optimism. I think I think for the rest of the the grain year, potentially we'll be able to finish it strong, uh, like we usually see at this time of the year, either way. But but really good to see this and and the ability for the sector to to meet those export demands that we're still continuing to still see. Although we'll we'll see how that if the demand continues in the next in the next few weeks, like we'll discuss. But provincially, maybe a little blip for Alberta, but otherwise, how did everything look? Pretty good across the board, as you would expect when you get that kind of uh, steady and consistent performance at a system level, but usually carries through to the provinces. And other than CN and Alberta, which, you know, wasn't terrible at 82%, but it wasn't, you know, stellar. Um, Again, driven by the Vancouver corridor where they didn't perform particularly well. Uh, Everything else was good. And, and, you know, if you, to put a little context on that, CN and CP, apart from CN and Alberta, um, both railways delivered 98% of more of cars ordered everywhere, uh, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and CP in Alberta. So, you know, other than the one little blip for CN and Alberta, it was, it was very good right across the board. Yeah, really good. And it's, um, you know, these are the kinds of performance we'd like to see all year round. So uh, hopefully we, we can see, you know, more of this as we, as we move into the coming grain year. But that being said, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. How going forward from here and what we've seen so far 
particularly around demand, uh, is there anything you think we should be watching out for? Well, it's interesting. You know, we, we, we talked about this a little bit last week and, and uh, specifically talked about how the Thunder Bay volumes seem to be off to a very strong start again this year, um, you know, pretty much mirroring what we saw at the beginning of the season last year. So we, we weren't at that time and still really aren't seeing um, a lot in the data that suggests to us that there's a material uh, slowing of demand. Although there seems to be suggestions when you talk to people in the industry that, that perhaps grain supply for some commodities, specifically canola and durum, uh, may be falling off. Uh, the port of Prince Rupert has suggested that uh, they expect their volumes may be declining notably in the coming weeks for that specific reason. So we'll know, I mean, as always, the data will confirm for us uh, what we think and what we forecast. Um, but if the, de if the demand is going to slow, uh, we're probably going to see it in our numbers in the next two to three weeks. Beyond that, um, you know, I think there's optimism for, we haven't used that word a lot this year, but optimism for, for good performance going forward and, and lower demand in theory will help that. Um, but we've had a very good run for the better part of a month now and, and don't see any, you know, anything in the way of keeping that going. Yeah, thanks, Milton. The real preoccupation for us at the moment uh, is the Port of Montreal. Obviously, the longshoremen there have moved into a strike position uh, as of uh, this morning, uh, which is going to impact container movement at a Port of Montreal. Uh, we've mentioned a few times before on the podcast, but those labor issues have been kind of dogging us for, uh, it's going to be a year coming this June, and it's created uh, some real logistic challenges for the sector getting through the Port of Montreal. Uh so something to watch for, potentially some um, back-to-work legislation tomorrow that may shorten the strike, but it'll have some long-term damage whenever you, you shut down an entire pipeline into a port. It, it's going to create some problems. So um, while we have seen good good movement from the CNCP uh, in week 37, this is probably our, our major issue right now, and it'll it'll uh, something to watch for, I think, as we as we move forward. Um, well, thanks a lot, Milt. Uh, appreciate your insight as always. Uh, for those of you who would like to see the reports, agtransportcoalition.com. And we'll talk to you all next week. Bye.